Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to Sweet Talk with Elisa. Today is July 25th, 2018. And today's episode is just going to be about my weekly update. Last week, I started going to Planet Fitness. On the previous episode on my podcast, I actually talked about summer goals. And one of the goals was to start my weight loss journey. And I went to Planet Fitness last week. I went for three days. The first and the third day, I stood for an hour. And then the second day, I stood for about an hour and a half. The reason why I stood longer on the second day was because I was listening to a lot of music from Motionless and White bad wolves and some old school rob zombie songs on my cell phone and the music kind of got me motivated just to continue working out and i was using certain equipment to work out on my legs and on my stomach i was having a bit too much fun (laughs) so it was cool and after i finished my workout at planet fitness i went straight back home to take care of things before my son got home from school later in the afternoon during those days so With that being said, I'm looking forward to going back to Planet Fitness again. And hopefully it will be sooner than later because this week I haven't been able to go because this crazy New York weather, it's been raining practically all week. And I don't like going out in the rain, especially since I suffer from seasonal allergies. This is supposed to be summertime and the weather we have now, it feels like spring. It's like in the high 70s, mid 70s for the past few days so mother nature is going through her mood swings right now (laughs) but besides that I was actually working out at home this week since I wasn't able to go to Planet Fitness and um, taking care of things at home for myself and for my son so hopefully I can go back to Planet Fitness within the next uh, week or so we'll see how things go because I have a lot of things coming up in the upcoming weeks ahead so that's pretty much it so that's my update regarding the start of my weight loss journey so last week tuesday the second day i went to planet fitness well afterwards i went to get my very first deep pore facial and it was an interesting experience i never had a professional facial done before i usually do my skincare routine at home myself I use facial wash, moisturizers, and that's pretty much it. So this facial took about an hour. The esthetician who did the facial, she informed me what products she was using. She pretty much explained every step of the deep pore facial. And she even did extractions, which pretty much was her removing the blackheads and the whiteheads from my face. And I pretty much had them on my nose more than anywhere else on my face. So at the end of completing the deep pore facial, she actually showed me the extractions she was able to remove. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, that was all on my face. And she said it pretty much most of it came from my nose. I was like, oh, wow. So I typically use the pore strips that they sell at the pharmacy or Target or any local beauty supply store, you know, the nasal pore strips to remove the blackheads and whiteheads. And I use that at least once or twice a month. So I was pretty relaxed during 
the whole process of getting the deport facial and would I do it again? Sure, why not? Um, like I said before on the podcast, it doesn't hurt to pamper yourself ever so often. You deserve it. I know I deserve it. So uh, the esthetician informed me what skincare products would be good for myself based on my skin type. So she says I have a combination skin of normal to oily. And now knowing that, that's going to help me when I purchase makeup and particularly foundation and primers because some foundations and some primers are good for either normal skin, sensitive skin, or a combination. So knowing that I have a combination of normal and oily skin, I have to pay mind to makeup products that are specifically made for that type of skin texture. So now I'm going to have to go back to Ulta Beauty (laughs) and get some new foundation and primer based on my skin type. So that's a good thing to know. And, you know, she did question about my skincare regimen at home and I told her what I do. Like I just said, you know, I wash my face with a daily facial wash in the mornings and I put lotion on my face afterwards. I do use sunscreen for the summertime, especially. But lately, the sun hasn't been out this week. It's been raining practically all week. And we're only in the middle of the week. So when will we see the sun again here in New York? I don't know. <laughs> but um, besides that, I mentioned the Hush app, which is an app that sells makeup, skincare products, accessories, and stuff like that. I mentioned this skincare line called The Ordinary. And I've heard about this product in the makeup group that I mentioned before that I'm in on Facebook. And a lot of people had talked about this brand of skincare. And I showed her what was available on the Hush app by The Ordinary. And she gave me her recommendations on what's good for my skin. And I ordered the three things she recommended. I got them last Saturday, and I actually tested it out this evening. So the first thing I tested out was this peeling mask that I call the bloody mask because it looks like blood when you put it on your face. It's red. You leave it on for 10 minutes, but you got to make sure your skin is completely clean and dry. You cannot use this peeling mask with wet skin. From what I was told from someone in the makeup group, if your skin is wet, and this peeling mask gets in contact with wet skin, it's going to cause some skin damage. So you don't want that to happen. I don't know how true to the extent that is, but it's better safe than sorry. So this morning I washed my face with the daily facial wash that I have. And I didn't put nothing else on my face. And then just a little while ago, I used the peeling mask. And I didn't feel any burning sensation from what I've read on reviews online about this particular product. I felt a little tingling sensation around my jawline, but it wasn't bothersome. It was fine. So it wasn't like I was burning and on fire. No, I did not feel that way at all. And then after I washed off the peeling mask, I used this retinol serum that was recommended by the esthetician to use for my face. And you use a small amount in the evening and my face now feels pretty smooth and that's pretty much about it so it's good to take care of your skin especially if you have 
a combination of normal to oily skin and if you're wearing makeup or if you're outdoors a lot you're out in the sun a lot you got to wear sunscreen it's important to take care of your skin because hey let's face it we're not all going to be young forever we're going to continue to get older as the day goes by and you know you want to look good for a very long time so make sure you take care of your skin and if you have any issues with your skin whether it's acne dry skin oily skin ask your primary care physician for a referral to see a dermatologist a dermatologist would be your best friend they would know what products are good for you to use in regards to skincare so with that being said I got my second vitamin B12 injection after getting the deep pore facial and I got the injection done this time on my right arm and for the past week my right arm on the location of where the injection took place I still feel sore so I don't know if that's a side effect of this injection because when I had the first injection done on my left arm I didn't feel no pain have I noticed any changes with my weight no I haven't um, I noticed my weight I've been gaining a few pounds and losing a few pounds here and there it's like up and down up and down there's no dramatic change so I have three injections left so I'll keep you guys posted on that as far as if I notice any changes like I said this was my second injection that I had done last week I haven't noticed any difference so we'll see what happens once I complete you know the remainder of the vitamin B12 injections and when I return I am going to talk about one of my favorite topics makeup now let's talk about my favorite topic ever makeup Yay! so like I've mentioned before I am a part of this makeup group on Facebook called makeup junkies anonymous and one of my best friends has been a member of this group for some time and she referred me to join this group sometime around March of this year ever since I joined the group I've learned a lot of different things I've interacted with some of the members and for what I see now there are 50,000 members in this group from around the world that's amazing and that's a lot of people that love makeup so it's cool to join a group that we have something in common something we enjoy which is makeup and about a week ago the administrators of the group made an announcement for a contest and this contest is for goth glam now you guys know I got back into listening to some rock music back in January of this year and you guys also know I went to Beetle House NYC back in June of this year as well which was a month ago and when I went to Beetle House my makeup for the evening to go there was pretty much based on goth glam so that was my first attempt for this year of having a goth glam look for myself so I was pretty interested in the idea of entering this contest because I know a couple weeks ago uh, one of the group administrators had a question for everyone in the group wanting to know what looks they would like to see in the group 
that they probably never seen before. I don't remember the specific question in detail, but I know the question was pertaining to if there was a look you want to see, what is it? And I mentioned goth glam. So here we are this week and this contest is going on. And yesterday I went on Facebook Live in the makeup group yesterday in the afternoon around five o'clock and I started creating my goth glam look for the contest. I used this one product by NYX Cosmetics. It was a glitter cream palette. I wanted to use it for my eyes and man, let me tell you, it was a mess. It had my eyes looking very greasy and clumpy. It was disgusting. So after I finished my live, I removed the eye makeup completely, but kept everything else on my face, you know, foundation, primer, blush, highlighter, contour, that was still on my face, but the eye makeup had to go. So after eight in the evening yesterday, once my son was in bed for the night, I went back in the makeup group, went back on Facebook Live, and redid my eye makeup. And throughout the two times I went on live, the color theme I had in my head was purple and black. The reason why those two colors came to mind was because I thought about Beetlejuice for some weird reason. I guess because of my experience at Beetle House, I thought about the color scheme of the restaurant and the whole ambiance and the feel of it. And then thinking about the animated 90s show of Beetlejuice, you know, certain colors stood in my head, black, white, and purple. So with that being said, I took about maybe two hours last night when I went back online for the second time to complete my eye makeup for the goth glam contest and let me tell you I was extremely amazed at how everything turned out all together so I took a bunch of pictures I took some videos I was even playing my favorite song by motionless and white wasp if you guys follow me on Instagram, on my Instagram TV, I posted a video of myself with the full goth glam look, playing Wasp in the background, pretty much feeling myself because I felt like I did an amazing job doing my makeup. And I was happy. I felt proud of myself. I'm not a makeup artist, but I love makeup. And especially joining this makeup group, I kind of learned more about myself and this is kind of like a hobby like a second hobby buying makeup and wanting to explore and create different looks for myself and i've been having so much fun with the whole goth glam since i went to beetle house last month because it's something different and normally people wouldn't see me in goth glam or wearing very dark makeup i mean typically for halloween around halloween if halloween falls on a weekend i don't go anywhere you know, I'll dress up at home with my son in costume. We'll take pictures. I'll give him his little Halloween treat bag with candy or whatnot. And we'll just chill at home and that's it. But I do take a lot of pictures when I do my makeup for Halloween. But to wear goth glam makeup on any ordinary day, like how I went to Beetle House last month, I thought it was cool. Why not? You know, I typically had worn natural looking makeup for many years. And just for the past, I would say, year, I've been getting into exploring other options as far as other eyeshadow palettes that I can play with. 
and play with colors. So pretty much last year was the start of me purchasing high-end makeup, I would say the least. Um, the most expensive palette I purchased was the Urban Decay Naked Heat palette. That palette is like over $50. So when I got it at Ulta Beauty. Then the next expensive palette I think was the Per Cosmetics My Little Pony palette. That was around $29. And there was another palette that I bought before the two I just mentioned which was the BH Cosmetics Carly Bible Palette. That was about $22. That alone, I've never spent $22 on an eyeshadow palette, but this was an eyeshadow palette that also had highlighters. So it was a combination of two things. But either way, I would spend less than $10 on eyeshadow palettes if I think about makeup I purchased from high school up to my mid-20s, early 30s. So... I really didn't buy a lot of makeup in my 20s and 30s, early 30s I would say, I'm 34 now, so just a year ago when I was 33, that's when I started buying more high-end makeup and makeup over $20, pretty much pertaining to eyeshadow palettes. And this year, since joining the makeup group, I've been buying more high-end makeup. I've been buying eyeshadow palettes by Too Faced. I've also bought more eyeshadow palettes from BH Cosmetics, but they're reasonably priced, especially if you catch their sales on their website. Um, I've also been buying more lipstick. I've been buying foundation. This year, I bought my first expensive foundation, which was the It, it Cosmetics Bye Bye Foundation. That foundation alone was like, I think, over $40. Why did I buy a foundation that expensive? Because there was ingredients in it that was good for my skin. It had sunscreen and other vitamins that's good for your skin. And it was very lightweight. So would I purchase another high-end brand, particularly for foundation? Yes, I would. If it's going to benefit my skin for the long run, yeah, why not? And would I still buy cheaper brand makeup yes i would if it's gonna be good for my skin and make me look good and feel good why not so regarding the goth glam look and i mentioned motionless and white <laughs> i was listening to the song wasp which kind of gave me the inspiration to create the look i was going for last night they're actually coming to new york this weekend this saturday july 28th for the vans warp tour and they're going to be performing by jones beach so if any of you are going let me know how it goes i wish i could have went but this damn rain in new york this week has been driving me nuts yesterday it wasn't really raining it was cloudy and then the sun would play peekaboo here and there yesterday afternoon but overall this whole week is supposed to be raining and you know, I really wanted to go to this show on Saturday to see Motionless and White perform and then possibly meet them and get their autograph or even take a picture with them. But that's not going to happen. I don't have a lot of friends that are into rock music, unfortunately. Um, my way to get out to Jones Beach around that area where they're going to be performing, I got no way of going. I'm not taking... Um, 
any method of public transportation to get out there because it's going to take a long time. And I don't have too many friends that have a car and like I said that are not into rock music so that totally sucks. But if any of you are going I hope you guys have fun. Take lots of pictures, take lots of videos. You can hit me up here on the podcast or on Instagram and let me know what the experience was like going to the Vans Warped Tour. Even if you attended any of the other shows anywhere in the United States, uh, keep me posted on your experience from going there. And if you did get to meet Motionless and White, how are they in person? I do follow them on social media, on Instagram specifically. I follow all the members and I do see videos and pictures of them during the Vans Warp Tour. And this is the last Vans Warp Tour. So um, I hope everyone has a great time. All the performers, all the artists, all the fans that are going. I hope you guys have lots of fun. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up. And wish me luck for this goth glam contest. I have to submit a picture by Saturday. I don't know which picture I'm going to select to enter for this contest, but if you follow me on Instagram at sweettalk underscore Elisa, you can see the pictures I posted from last night's goth glam look, and you tell me yourself which picture I should enter for the contest. Any questions, you want to say hello, hit me up on Instagram. Feel free to hit me up here on the podcast as well if you have the Anchor app, and I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week, and until next time.